Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome to the Real Estate 360 show. And what's that tagline? Oh, uh, from the show to the pro. That's right. My name is Jason Miles. And this is Steve Connolly. And we are here to talk about everything real estate related, whether you're just starting out, whether you're experienced, whether you're doing single family, multifamily, whether you're lending, whether you need money, whatever it is you need, we're here to talk about. Absolutely. You know, uh, real estate, most people think it's one thing. And, you know, you buy a house, you fix it, you rent it. Yeah. But it's probably not just one thing. That's right. We found out that it's everything. It's multiple things. It's anything you can imagine. So what's I, going on? Well, see, I got to know who I'm talking to today. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody said, I will always be Osborne or something. And, you know, I had a lizard on my kitchen counter. I don't know why, you know, I'm running but Where's no. Sharon? Where's Sharon? <laughs> Somebody get Sharon over Somebody here. get some uh, <laughs> translation going on here. Now, listen, I, I just, I'm wearing this wig, you know, because I felt like it. You know? That's you right. Know? A lot of talk about, you know, gender this way and that way these days. And, you know, so I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll, I'll try the other side for, you know, this morning or something. <laughs> hey, you know? that, hey, just, you got to. You're giving it a shot. What more can I say? I do think that uh, maybe the next time you wear that one, yeah, you know, a little more, a little more. I don't know what you put on it. Hairspray, mousse, what? Nothing. What is it? Nothing. Yeah, it's just not all natural. You know what? I I have a, a wager that I <laughs> propose here. Okay. The next call that comes in for a property visit, yeah. Nah, not likely. You can tie it in a ponytail. No, the reason I'm doing this is so people will, who are listening will say, what the hell are they talking about? You got to go and look at it. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, I got this because I was down in New Orleans helping out with a uh, salon booth. Like, they were selling equipment for to people who would do hair and yeah. stuff. So there was a booth, two, two booths down, and I walked down, and they were selling these wigs. And I said, listen, we've got a corner booth up here. Let's do some cross promotion. Right, right. You send us people, you know, for our, you know, equipment, and I'll, I'll go give me a wig, and I'll sit out here on the corner, and people will walk by and look at me. Now, listen, I had a, you know, three piece suit on with a tie and a white shirt and all that, and, and I looked pretty spiffy, and then I had this, you know, kind of bright red wig. This I got to tell you, I got some looks. Like, I, well, what I, the I don't hell? Doubt it. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. Oh. If I was in the wig market and you were the wig model, yeah, I don't know if I'd actually buy that brand. Well, at least you could. <laughs> at least you'd look. I, I made you look. You did. Now, maybe it was uh, you know all done up and and special because the cross promotion, the cross marketing thing actually works, and it works in every single. Thank you for picking up business, on that. right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you know, I'm going to lose this week because it's very irritating. You know, I can't, I can't get it out of my eyes and all this stuff. You it's know, it's a lot but, of work being a woman. Well, <laughs> tell me about that. What do you mean? I mean, I don't really know. And how do you know? <laughs> uh, I've only heard it. I've only heard through the grapevine. <laughs> well, listen. Let, you know, let's talk about. Uh, Cross promotion, joint ventures, that kind of thing. Absolutely, I think that's a good uh, a good segue there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, we have done a lot of houses, and you know, and sometimes we'll sell stuff to investors mm. 
who think they know what they're doing. And, you know, rookies kind of get in and they stump their toes sometimes. They don't understand and things go wrong. Like, for instance, the city of Atlanta might decide that the particular area that we're buying and selling houses in they might decide to make it historic <laughs> with very with very little uh, notice. <laughs> with no notice whatsoever, you know. Like, oh, by the way, this you know, we made this historic yesterday. You know, at three o'clock, and you know now everything's changed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, but you know, out of every opportunity, I mean, sorry, backwards. Out of every challenge, there's an equal or greater opportunity. That's for sure. So, you know, we, we picked up these two houses that uh, a fellow that we sold to about a year ago, and he got totally frustrated with the city of Atlanta because he couldn't get a permit, finally got a permit. Yeah. Might have been out of money at that time or maybe just out of imagination because, you, you know, you can really never run out of money. You can only run out of imagination. That's right. So, just like we discussed uh, before, you know, especially in a market like this at, at this point, you know, it's not 2009, 10, 11, where you can just trip over a deal, right? right. Now, um, you know, values have gone up. The cost to renovate, cost for new construction, uh, the cost for money is, of course, very low, but it's not really stimulating things. So you have to be very creative and, and actually put your deals together, structure deals, make deals, deals. That's right. Um, <clears throat> which is uh, what, what kind of occurred in this situation, right? It is, yeah. So anyway, um, I guess this fellow contacted you back and said, I- "I'm done. I-, I just want out." Yeah. Right. So what yeah. did we what did we do? Creatively put a deal together that made sense for us. Yeah. Uh, something that this gentleman could have very very easily have done for himself, but like you said, he was you know maybe he was out of money. He was definitely out of patience. Right. We know that for sure. And in a lot of situations, you know, the patience factor is significant. So. For this guy, I think it was more of a patience thing uh, than anything, and he just wanted to be done. And he was willing to literally lose money to be done. Yeah, he was. You know, so we creatively came in, and uh, I think we must have had about three or four conversations about how we would put this together. We uh, did. Very short ones, not extensive ones. Right. But uh, we we had to figure it out say, okay, look, what are we going to do? How can we make this profitable? You know, what is it going to look like? What's going to be fair uh, to both parties? Because sometimes, let's face it, there are people that we've come across that would rather lose everything mm-hmm. than see anyone else make anything. Yeah, luckily those people are kind of few and far between. They're out there, though. They are definitely. <laughs> they out are there. out there. You know, they're... I've seen multi-million and billion-dollar deals fall apart over like a quarter of a point. Yeah, it's just. Sometimes there's egos involved. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And and it happens all the time. So you have to be uh, – you have to find out what the actual needs of the other person are. It goes back into what our negotiations uh, tactics are. Yeah. It's it's listening to what their need is. And sometimes you can't fulfill everything. Like, we couldn't give this guy everything he wanted. It was impossible. Yeah, impossible. You know, uh, he it was up to him to either lose something now, today, or see it through – and make a little bit of money. Right. And, again, for him, he'd rather lose a significant portion instead of make a, a small amount. And we put a deal together uh, where we bought his company, yeah, uh, gave him a little bit of money, and structured the rest through the sales of those particular properties that still gave a loss to him but gave him more money than he was willing to take for a, a cash position situation. 
And uh, albeit it wasn't easy getting all the information that we needed from him. No, it but, was uh, not. And we still didn't get all the information. There was a few surprises. Yeah, that's for sure. That uh, in, in we the, experienced. That's right. And uh, you have to kind of be ready for it. And, you know, we expect it to happen. Yeah. Not that we want it to happen. But things come up. And if you, if you go into something and you think that it's going to be all sunshine and roses 100% of the time, you know, forget about it. And you have to realize that life is simply just a, a series of obstacles, you know, life, business, whatever. It's just a series of obstacles, and it's all about how you handle it. If you know that there are issues are gonna, that are going to come up, which you do because you're alive. Right, of course. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're alive. So there are going to be issues that come up. You can't worry about the issue. Focus on the solution. Get past it. Deal with it. Maybe you don't make 80000 Maybe you only make fifty-five. Oh, my God. How yeah, bad is that? Maybe you only make 20. Maybe you only make 20, but guess what? You're still in the black. It's hard to go out of business when you're making money. That, that's what I'm now, saying. Now, it's easy when you're losing money. That's right. That's, <laughs> so. that's it, it quickly. Right. And, and, and uh, this business can drain you very, 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 very fast. So yeah. you have to take your time, understand what it is you want to do. I was uh, listening to uh, some some station. Well, I was actually listening to this station. It was a show that was on. Um, yesterday morning or early afternoon. Okay. And the lady had retired from corporate America, took a little bit of her 401k money and bought six houses in two months. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) With no real estate experience whatsoever. Right. Yeah. You know, she got a mentor. She did all the stuff she was supposed to do, but you talk about somebody just diving in. Right. I mean, head first. Hmm. You know, you don't know what's down there. You don't know how deep the water is. She just jumped in. You know, just imagine. I, I don't care really how much money you have. If if you've got the cojones <laughs> to to take money out of your, to quit your career, take money out of your retirement and go buy six houses. Yeah. And you have, you've only been in this for 60 days. You know, that's courageous. That is very courageous. (laughs) You know, it's either courageous or stupid, right? But I'll go with courageous. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For now. (laughs) So, but it it actually worked out for her because, you know, it it wasn't about knowing everything right here, right now. Yeah. She said, look, the only way I'm going to learn is to do it. I trust my team. I value their opinion. So let's take action. Let's take massive action right now. And let's do what we have to do, and we'll work through whatever obstacles ha- uh, occur. And that's what they did. She's exactly right, though. I mean, I don't know if I would have jumped in with six houses. Yeah, or that's, not, a, that's a lot. <laughs> but two, yeah. you know, one or two, yeah. uh, you know, one would be good. I mean, I've got this logo lady that, that w- I wanted her to do ten logos. I said, well, let me just try one to yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Well, I think I'm just going to find somebody else to do the other that's nine. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, whatever. But but uh, that's a lot of courage to do that, and yes, my hat's off to her for, for that. For sure, and she'll learn. She'll learn super fast. Yeah, everything she needs to know about sure. what to do next. You know? That's right, because you can't help but to learn when you're in that situation. You've got so much on the line, you know. She and must have just gone out and bought stuff right off the market because she didn't get this four week action plan. She did not because this tells you where to go find all your properties and your great deals and set up your team and everything. By the way, you did a fantastic job on this. Well, thank you. I mean, it's pretty uh, inclusive of, of uh, everything that really needs to happen. Yeah. Inside of a 30-day period. But listen, 
Let's get to that after this break because we're coming up on a break and we really need to take this break because it happens. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. All right. Let's do it. See you guys when we come back. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy. We'll buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español. Llámanos. Call us today. All right. All right. We are back. We are back. We are good to go. I love the studio, Steve. Yes. You know what the... the the, with oh, the like spectacles this? down a little bit, reading the paper. Well, I have to look over them. You know, <laughs> most people at my age uh, are needing reading glasses. I'm fighting. I it. don't. You're fortunate because I'm fighting it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I'm finding myself in that place. Like I can actually see the paper, mm-hmm. but it has to be over here, right? Right. So that's why I can justify not buying the glasses because <laughs> I don't need to have it this close to my face, right? Like six so inches or so. But since I have to, I feel like I can see better because I have to hold it further away to it's see It's vanity, it. isn't it? it? I think it is. I mean, come on. I think it is. You know? <laughs> when you live your life like a supermodel, what do you, what do you expect? You know what I mean? You know, it's lifestyles, you know. It's all about the lifestyle. And, and by the way, I, I've been meaning to mention something. that you know, I have a hashtag. Uh, with my name on the show here, which is unemployable. That's right. Is that what it is? It is. It's Without a job, un- yeah, unable you, to be you, employed. You are unemployable. I know I am. I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did work for a company for a while, but uh, it was it was such a great company that it was like I never got any visits from the home office or anything. They just left me alone. But yeah. you know, I had my store, retail store. I was in the furniture business. Yeah. And uh, they, just, I was there for. Five years, and I got three visits from the home office the whole time. Wow. You know, I sent my paperwork in. I made them money, and they they just kind of they had other issues. You know, they had other problems. That's right. And their problems are what made you unemployable. Yeah, it really was, <laughs> man. It's like I got a percent of the profit, so I was paying attention, you yeah. know. Although it took me – it literally took me six months when I got hired right out of the University of Georgia. It took me six months to actually figure out, oh, we're here to make a profit. Yeah. You know, I was green. I was right out of, out of college. I didn't know. Oh, I get it. Yeah, we're just not here to show up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but which is kind of good because showing up is probably 80 to 90% of the battle, right? That's absolutely. And in anything that we do. I mean, even being in that environment, that work environment that you were in, you you showed up because you expected that there was going to be people that walked through the door, People that you could talk to and and pitch pitch yeah, your product. That's right, right. Mm-hmm. So that there was that level of expectation because there was signage. There's an address. You know, you have a brick and mortar business. I ran an ad. See, and and that's exactly where I'm going with this, right? Right. So here in this business that we are, we are entrepreneurs, right? And we talked about cross marketing, which we'll get right back to because you have to be available. You have to show up first right. and foremost in what we're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can't, when you show up, it's not like you wake up in the morning and you go to Starbucks and you pop open your tablet or your, or your laptop and you say, okay, I'm here. Let's, right. let's sell some houses, right? Being, showing up means taking action. 
Showing up means finding houses. Showing up means creating opportunities where, where there may not seem to be one. The, one of the largest questions that we hear from newbies is, where do we find these properties? That's the question. Okay. For us, it turns into a cross-marketing opportunity. Can I give you an example? I would love that. You know, I run this little networking group. It's called USA Business Connect. And uh, we have an Alpharetta chapter, which happens to be the only chapter. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been running that for like five years, you know, and I get, you know, five or six people show up or 20 or 30 people show up, whatever, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, I say, by the way, I buy and sell houses. Mm -hmm. And I don't really talk about it too much. Mm -hmm. But a couple weeks ago, I got this lady that called me up and she said, I know we've met somewhere before, but uh, somebody referred me to you, mm-hmm. and uh, I have my my house is for sale mm-hmm. in, over in East Cobb. Mm-hmm. I said I'm interested, and I said yeah, and I remembered her from a a, a previous business that I was that I owned mm-hmm. outside of real estate. Mm-hmm. So um, so I said yeah, this is where we met, and she said oh yeah okay cool. So you know you you said taking action yes. Massive and action. Massive That's action. That's the term today. Yeah, massive action. <laughs> and so, and it, and it almost doesn't matter what you do. I mean, you can go to a square dance. Yeah. You know, that's taking action. That's right. And you you don't know what you don't know. You don't know mm-hmm. if who you're going to run into there at the square dance. Mm-hmm. Do they still have those? They do. <laughs> they definitely do. Anyway, so I mentioned this, you know, at the USA Business Connect and, uh, Somebody told somebody, and somebody told somebody, and then it gets back to me, and there's action right there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter what you do. As long as you do. Right. Something. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the big thing. And I, I want to come right back to this, but I have to say this, that educating yourself consistently is priceless. There are so many people out here that think, okay, I've figured out how to do this. And then they stay there. But whatever that is that you figured out, a month later is going to be a little different. Six months from now, it's another world because technology changes constantly. You know, we were having this conversation before we uh, started today about the difference in real estate today from just in 2005 and 2006 as it relates to what we had to do to get information. Yeah. For these properties that we're looking at now, you know, we pay 10 bucks a month. We have access to the service. You know, we can pull up anything, uh, you know, at the courthouse for $10 a month. That's amazing. You know, and, but back in the day, which back in the day wasn't that long ago. You had ago, to go to the courthouse <laughs> or, and look exactly, it up. Which took hours and hours. So you'd pay people, which was hundreds of dollars a week. Yeah. You know, and now, you know, for pennies a day, I sound like one of those commercials. For pennies a day, <laughs> you could... Find out all you need to find out about these poor properties that need your help right now. <laughs> so, so it's like the what is it? The SPCA? What is it? ASPCA. ASPCA. We have to figure out the acronym for uh, for real estate. Let's not really waste our brain cells on that. It's funny. <laughs> for pennies a day, you can save this house. <laughs> I, love, I like the idea. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good marketing gimmick. All we have to do is. Find a lady that can sing something that's just ominous in the background, just kind of. Can I take us back? Yeah, let's. <laughs> to um, your 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 comment about the where do you find the 
properties. But it's cro- it's the cross marketing aspect of it. Though. It's that, but it's and then you said uh, you need to educate yourself, and because what I hear people saying is where do you find the properties, but that's not what I hear yeah. coming from them is how do you recognize them when you see them, and For that, sure. that's the education part you're talking about. Yeah, and and along those lines, you know, we have something we do once a month. And usually it's something around the wholesaling, but we just cover, we kind of cover the gambit while we're, while we're there. It's Absolutely. A, it's a mastermind question and answer. And we've got one coming up in August called Wholesale Mastery. Yes. And that is August. And I'm going to look at my, my, my schedule here and see that it is August the 17th. August the 17th. From 10 o'clock to noon o'clock. That's right. We ask people to get there at about 930. And again, like, like you said, uh, this is something that is designed specifically to answer people's needs, people's questions. If you have uh, something that's going on and you don't know how to get through it, here's a place for you to come and talk to. Here are here are people that are willing to not only walk you through whatever your situation, when I say people, I mean you and I. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we're going to walk you through your process and show you some other things that you can implement in your business. Uh, if you're already in business or how you need to get it started, if you haven't gotten it started, that's what this whole four-week action plan is about. Exactly. You know, how do you, how do you go from zero to 100 real quick? That's, that's what it is, right? So how do you – it doesn't mean in 30 days you're going to be a gazillionaire, but what it does mean is from day one to day 30, you'll have things that you need to put in place every single day that you can put in place every single day if you just take – you know, 30 minutes out of your day, 45 minutes out of your day, and, you know, put it, to, put it in. Put into yourself what you really want. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy because I know how difficult it can be sometimes to find 45 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Oh, no. You know, especially with that show that comes on at 8 o'clock that you just can't miss. Exactly. You know and, I mean? and, and really, we, we all, I'm glad you said that, we all, have a, we all have enough time. Yes. We all have plenty of time. It's just a matter of where does – this rank in your priority list. That's right. So if you love to do it, it's really easy to put it up on the top of your priority list. That's right. And if you don't like it, then, you know, it's not going to show up on your priority list so much. And that's then right. all of a sudden you won't have time mm-hmm. to do it. Because that show's on at 8 o'clock. I know. That's you know? A, a really good show. <laughs> Can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but <clears throat> that's that's what this is. So April, I mean, August uh, 13th, 17th. 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 August 17th, Wholesale Mastery. Mastery. Um, you can find a link uh, at the at the in the description of this for that as well. Yes, and we can just go from there. Uh, but or you the, can find it on Eventbrite too. Just in case. okay, that's correct. Eventbrite wholesale mastery. Yeah, on Eventbrite, and it will be in Smyrna at Shared Space uh, on Herodian Way, right up there next to the SunTrust. Great facility. Park. Yeah, beautiful facility. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, you once that. you find out how to recognize the properties, and you've got this four-week action plan. The four-week action plan really is there to build your foundation. It is. And your foundation is, number one, learning what to do. Right. And then learning about the marketing. And once you get that, once you understand how to recognize a property, then all you need to do is uh, follow the four-week action plan. That's exactly right. And and going back again, because I really love the idea of, uh, cross marketing. You know, we provide opportunities for people who are just starting out, who don't know how to recognize a deal yet, mm. because 
we've recognized these deals already. And we give them the opportunity to make money selling our stuff. Right. Now, this is something that people can do for anyone. If you haven't, listen, if you are out here and you're trying to find, you know, real estate deals and you're taking this class and that class, that's good. Learn how to do those things, but also work with other wholesales, cross-market their properties. Maybe you don't make 10000 Maybe you only make a couple, but you're in the money now. And you're exactly. getting a feel for the business, you know, and you can sock that money away and put it towards your own marketing plan. And you can do that with and for other people. But, Steve. I know we're coming up on a break. Yeah. But when we come back, ask me about uh, when you learn something. I, I got that. I'm not going to forget when you learn something. Here okay. we go. All right. <laughs> Broadcasting from the heart of Buckhead, this is WAFS Atlanta. Talk, business, all day. We're Biz 1190, and we're always right on the money. Okay, okay, we are back. And Steve, before the break, yes. you wanted me to remind you about when we or you learn something. Anyone, anybody. So my question to you, anybody and everybody, is... If everything is going well, I mean, you know, pretty much, you know what to expect every day. You, everything's going perfect, you know. Are you learning anything? Have you actually learned anything? When you're in that routine? Yeah. Probably not. No, you don't learn anything because everything's going, you know, predictable. I'm yeah. not going to say well. Right. Because, you know, you might be in a rut. But uh, but maybe it's a comfortable rut, but, but you're not learning anything. Now, the, I personally, my experience is when I learn the most, the fastest, is when things go wrong. Mm. That's, listen, I used to know a guy that knew a guy <laughs> in Astoria, Queens. Yeah. And uh, this guy that knew a guy said to me, and, and it was nerve, I was, it was chilling the way he said it. Mm. He said, you know, Miles, in my experience, the best teacher is pain. Oh. And, and uh, I didn't know if that was directed. I knew it wasn't directed towards me. Because Did you owe him money? Or? I didn't owe him any money. Okay, I was just uh, was his name Guido? It was Paulie. Okay, well, was that's Pauly. close enough. <laughs> it was Paulie. And uh, that's what Paulie said. And, uh, and the reality of it is, however you look at that, it's the truth. Yeah. Pain is the absolute best teacher any of us can, ha- can have. Because think about the most painful things that you've gone through in your life. Yeah. You immediately know what you learned from that situation. It's, it's now just a matter of applying that, that, that information. And there's nothing bad. No. It's all good, you know? Yeah. So what if it's painful at the moment? Yeah. You're, you're going to learn a lot. That's right. That's <laughs> you know, right. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> you, will always, you will always bear that scar. So it's your, it's your, um, it's, it's your, your perspective of it will determine how you proceed with the rest of your life. And, you know, we don't always know what good is going to come out of the pain, if you will, or the mistake or the error or the the misfortune. But if you just go at it with trust that it's all going to work out. Mm. And and I'll give you a great example because, you know, when I went to these real estate things, I always wanted to hear about, tell me about a house. You know, Mm. what did you do and how did you do it and all that? Uh, so I'm going to tell you about Willoughby. Yes. Is that okay? I love Willoughby. So uh, this realtor calls me up about a year ago 
one of our realtors that we work with on a regular basis understands, you know, buying and selling wholesale real estate. I mean, he's, he's an investor himself. He owns probably 10 or 12 rental properties. He's, you know, I think he's insane, you know, to, to own those, but that's okay. Um, but he's, he's really sharp. He knows his numbers. He's, he's great. And so he called me up and then you and I went out and looked at this house about yeah. a year ago and we said, yeah, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it went quiet and we didn't hear anything. Well, a few months ago, he called me up and said, Hey, that house, you know, you all went and looked at over on Willoughby place in Decatur. I said, yeah. I said, well, the, the, the folks there got divorced because that's reason that they were, you know, contemplating selling it to begin with. So yeah. they went ahead and. They got it all finalized. Now they're at the end. They want to sell it. You still interested? I said, yeah. You know, we're still interested, definitely. So we went out. And, uh, we, I didn't have to go out. And I just wrote the contract. Yeah. And we, we, we got it. We bought it. And we started fixing it. I did. This is this is one of mine. You've got eight you're doing. I've got four I'm doing. Yeah, we, <laughs> so... so uh, I was doing this one, and then we I brought in another contractor, you know, to help speed things along and do the kitchen for me and some tile work. Oh. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, they, oh. you know, I gave them a big chunk of money. And these were trusted people. We've been way. working with them for a couple of years. Yeah, these were trusted people. So I said, okay, here's a deposit on uh, the floor. And so they, they came in and started doing the, the tile on the floor, did that. And and they said, oh yeah, we can do the kitchen for you too. I said, great. Gave me a price. I said, that's that's good. I'll do that. And then said, give us this this amount of money on the kitchen. So I did. And um, and they said, and, and I did it because they said, okay, this was like a Thursday. And they said, okay, your cabinets will be here on Tuesday. Yeah. I said next Tuesday. And they said, yeah, next Tuesday. I said, fantastic. Here, here's a check. Go. And, uh, well, Tuesday came and kind of went and Wednesday and Thursday. And then I, you know, I said, Hey, and they rescheduled it for Friday and then they rescheduled it for the, the following week. And then they rescheduled it again. And, and of course, in the meantime, I found out, well, the, some of the cabinets were, were not available. And finally I got to the point where I said, never mind, I just canceled it all. And then they, in the process, they messed up some tile work and, and, I had said, okay, we'll come back and fix it. They said, yeah, we'll fix it. A million apologies, you know, we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, no action. Mm-hmm. And, and at some point, you know, you say, never mind, <laughs> you know, just move on. So uh, that costs a good bit of money. And now, Miles, I'm not blaming you or anything. <laughs> so, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying, okay, this is the way it is. And so now it, I'm at the end of this, and we're finishing this house up this week. It should have been done. Really, it should have been done three or four weeks ago. Yeah. But so now I can focus my attention on, oh, it should have been done three or four weeks ago. Or I can say, okay, what's the really great thing about this thing being finished this week and going on the market this week? Maybe the universe is lining things up so that we've got a buyer on Thursday. Now, one of the guys that's working on the houses, he said, listen, if I get hit the lottery, you know, tonight I'm buying this house tomorrow. Yeah. One of the guys, one of my, one of my crew guys, Yeah, he said, man, I love this house. I love this neighborhood. I would buy this today. Absolutely. So, you know, there's another takeaway from that story as well. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's something that is uh, imperative in every industry. It's so, so important that you communicate your issues because <clears throat> listen, the reality of it is 
you're a part of a team. You, you know, you've got your contractors, it's you, uh, it's, you know, it's your realtor, it's, it's whoever is associated with that deal, right? So with this particular group, because as you know, this group that we're talking about, well, it was a, these, are, these are trusted people, people we trust to do work, and they fell on hard times. They, they, they just took on too much work, and they had too many projects going on, which financially spread them thin, which made everybody pay the price, right? Yes, now, right. Instead, of, instead of them communicating these issues, they just over-promised and under-delivered over and over and over and over and over again. And it gets to a point where you, you say, okay, I have to cut ties with these folks and keep it moving. But the takeaway is when you see these issues, jump on it right away. Immediately go to that person or that company and say, okay, we're in this together. You know, my, my wagon is, is attached to you right now. What is your issue? What is it that you need? What's going on? You know, and put ego to the side, put pride to the side. Because right now, you're going to lose a lot of business if you, if you don't just come clean and let me help you with these solutions. Right. Because, as you always say, there's the greater mind. Mm-hmm. And that comes from putting more heads together than just one. Exactly. There's only one. That's, that's right. There's only one mind. There's only one mind, and that's the greater mind. Mm-hmm. But you have to be open to it. And the communication starts that process. So communicating with your problem child you know, is an important thing to do. And if your contractor is the problem child, it's, it's up to them to, of course, say, okay, yes, here's my problem. But it's up to us to recognize that problem a little bit sooner than later and say, okay, I've been here before. I see what's going on. Before this gets too deep, mm-hmm. what's going on with you? And how can I help you fix it? And, you know, one of the takeaways for me is I wasn't really – Focus on that job because I have a pretty darn good project manager down there. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I brought in the wild card, so he couldn't manage that project. And so, but but the takeaway there was I I have ended up going down there a good bit more to look at that house, and I put my own touches on it. I picked out the light fixtures, the ceramic, uh, backsplashes and tiles, a yep. lot of that, a lot yep. of the fixtures, a lot of mirrors and hardwares and you know the nest thermostat and yeah. I, I just ordered a ring doorbell for That's it right. this morning so now all that is there that a contractor is not going to do yeah. because he's not going to say oh i'm going to spend you know 350 dollars of steve's money to buy a nest you know thermostat because i know he's going to like it right he doesn't have a clue well and nine <laughs> times out of ten you know they're not very good at the design side not really so you know they just want to make the wall straight and the floor even. Yeah. You know, and that's what we expect of them. Absolutely. Anything else is just kind of icing on the cake. Totally. You know. But, and those are the takeaways. I mean, when you're operating a business, especially in this real estate business, you know, you've got so many people that, that do so many things differently. Mm-hmm. You know, how they operate their business is different. The pricing from one contractor to the next is different. You know, every variable that you might think is fixed is not fixed. It's there. It's fixed because it's there, but the cost for it isn't. I'm looking across the table, and I want to see that somebody else is looking across the table yes. at me and understanding what it is I need for my business and, and watching my back because I'm going to watch their back, 
if they watch my back and then we have like a 300 Spartans, you know, everybody's yeah. in a circle and we can fend off, you know, 2,000 Phoenicians. For sure, but that all starts with <laughs> communication. That's right. Right? If you can't communicate with your people, if you're operating out of pure expectation, yeah, you're going to get let down. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're absolutely going to get let down. So even if you trust that person, mm-hmm. and, and really this goes for any kind of relationship, even if you trust that company or that person, you have to communicate, and you have to do it consistently because circumstances change all the time. Mm. And if you're not communicating and you start to see that there's something, you're going to start operating from expectation. Oh, I expect them to get over this and be just fine. Well, what happens when they don't? Or what happens when it takes them a little bit too long to do it? Ultimately, in this business that we're in, it just costs you and I money. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't cost them money. It could. If they could lose the business. Yeah. But we're still going to lose money. No, no. <laughs> right? Well, I, you know, I was communicating, but I yeah. couldn't get anything back. It was, it's uh, that ego and pride, man. Uh, yeah, that's what you it know? was. It's yeah. that ego. But, hey, listen. I was a little strong. You yeah. Know. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come right back and talk about Steve's ego and pride. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wall Street to Peachtree. This is Biz 1190, WFS Atlanta. Worldwide at biz1190.com. It's business radio that's always right on the money. All right, welcome back to the Real Estate 360 Show. I am Steve Conley and... And I am Jason, Jason O'Miles. O'Miles. Jason O'Miles. Well, it's not Irish, though. It's the old dot, you know, period miles. Not O'Kama miles. Oh, okay. I mean, um, apostrophe miles. I thought me. you were Irish. You know, you know, I get it a lot. I get it a lot. I tell that, people, I'm Jason O'Miles. And, oh, where are you from in Ireland? It's you know, the kilt, you? you know, that threw me off. I like the kilt. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I have a kilt. Oh, no. I, I'm telling you, I have a kilt. So I'm, I'm not Irish, but like most people, I really enjoy St. Patrick's Day. All right? So I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, I bought this kilt, and, I, and uh, it's this I like the Jets, right? Okay. Not a, a not a Jets fan per se, but I am a Namath fan. Okay, you know, so I have this who's Namath not jersey, right? <laughs> right, and it the jersey or the kilt has the same colors as the jersey. I mean, they're like identical greens, right? Yeah, they are. So I throw on my Timberlands and my kilt and my Namath jersey on St. Patrick's Day. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Now, if you, for those of you just listening and you're not looking at me, you know I'm six four, three hundred pounds, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I put on Timberlands, a kilt, and a football jersey, and, and I walked your dreads out. Uh, uh, yeah, and I walked the streets. Okay, I bet with a stein. I bet people were looking at you like they were looking at me when I had this wig on I a little bit earlier. I guarantee it. <laughs> they don't know what to think. So what clan is he from? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to uh, talk about what to do first. You know, we have real estate, and we can talk about, you know, different things because people have come into this yeah. with different resources. Like some people come in with nothing. Right. Some people come in with some money. Maybe they got a job. They got some credit, and they want to do, you know, they, they don't really have the time or effort. or You know, they don't want to put the effort to to try to learn this whole business because yeah. this is a business and it does. It'll take up all your time if you want it to. That's right. Or you can take up very little. That's right. So, you know, I look at our business model currently, 
and how that's changing. Yeah. How our, our business model is changing from, you know, incorporating the multifamily a little more in depth, uh, focusing, you know, having a little bit of focus on the lending aspect of it, and then still managing our uh, single family stuff and, and how we do that. Or more importantly, how we're going to do that in the future. Exactly. From the wholesale business to the fix and flip business in particular. Um, you know, we know that we're going to have to bring in people to handle certain aspects of those because there's no way we're going to let that business go, right? Those two businesses go. There's just no way. And so. there are people who can focus their attention on that. And, right. And potentially they're better than us if they put all their attention in that certain area. Because that would be Specializing. their focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Project managers, yeah. you know, that are getting paid what they're worth. Sure. Um, uh, people that run our marketing, that'll run our marketing in the future. Yeah. That know exactly what they need to do and how they need to do it. The All of the moving uh, parts, the co- different components that make up our marketing model, our marketing process, and yeah. the things we'll implement going forward as and well. And there's no set way. I mean, you know, they might call you and say, well, what's your budget? You know, yeah. that's usually the first thing that those guys ask. Yeah. And so they want you, you know, they want you to say a number like five thousand a month, or ten thousand, or twenty thousand, or eighty thousand, you know, a month. Yeah. Well, we might not want to say that. Right. You know, we might want to do a joint venture with them, like you did. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of those. Yeah. You know, for for different things, um, but there's there's a ton of different ways that people can structure their business. You know, we sit back pretty much every day and look at these different scenarios that are in front of us and right. say. How can we handle this? Which option is best for us in our immediate situation? Exactly. And that's, in a way, that's where I was going with this because, you know, there's, to me, there's like three different categories of people showing up for the business. Yeah. One, they have uh, a lot of time and limited resources. Mm-hmm. They have limited time and more resources, or they have unlimited resources or, or maybe substantial resources. Right. Let's not say it. Right. I don't know anybody who has unlimited resources, right. unless you're, you know, over there at, at the Fed printing money and, you know, one of them, one of yeah. the people who own that, then they have unlimited resources. But um, our, our wonderful Rothschilds and, yeah. and the like. So if you're f- starting out, what do you do? Well, what I did was, you know, I made a form up that was, and I'm looking at this four-week action plan, which says um, make sure you fill out your your property information form yes i had a property information form i filled it out and just went and just did that over and over and over again and pretty soon i realized you know it wasn't that important if the house had because i was thinking man how do i keep up with all this you know there's a carport over here and then there's a a, a porch or a deck and then you know it's three bedrooms and three bedrooms but there's some slight differences in square foot you know, it's starting to drive me a little bit nuts. Yeah, yeah. And those property information forms are, are vital for a lot of different things. One, it's going to jog your memory. So uh, let's just explain to people what that is. So yes. A property information form is a document, a one- or two-page document, that you fill out when you get a call about a property. Um, now, I, I keep them hard copies with me. Because I'll get a call while we're driving, having lunch, not at home. You know, you can you can have your tablet, you can have digital versions, you can do it any way you want. But I'm old school, so I keep a stack of them with me, right? And <clears throat> when people call, I write down the address. You know, all I ask the questions that are on there. I get all the pertinent information, and then I set up a time 
to go and look at. I, I set up, I set an appointment up in the very near future. But all of the information that I need to know from that property owner, I can put right there on that property information form. Then I will go and look up the property to verify square footage, bed and bath count, location, you know, all that great stuff. But it lets us know exactly where that property is. Now, maybe we don't make a deal on that property, right? right? We go look at it, we make them an offer, and they don't accept the offer. Um, I literally have a, a file, a big file thing on my desk with just those in there from each month. You're way better at that than I am. <laughs> I, you know, here we're, we're partners in this. I do it totally different. Yeah. You know, all I want to know from a, from a homeowner is how much are you asking? Mm-hmm. How much are, do you think the repairs are? Just tell me what the repairs are. Yep. What's the address? And, and I can figure out the rest. Yeah. Now, there's one question that I do ask them that tells me, you know, where we are in the negotiations. Mm-hmm. I say, and it's this question. And if you're listening and you, you're in the, you want to be in the business, I'd write this question down because it's made me a lot of money and saved me a lot of time. Mm. It's when do you need to sell? Mm-hmm. When do you need to sell? And that question is really two questions. And they're either going to ask answer, rather, they're either going to answer the need part of that or the time part of that. And most of the time they answer the need qu- mm-hmm. part, which is not the question. You know, I said, when do you need to sell? And then they start focusing in on the need. Right. Well, I don't really need to sell. Uh, that tells me all I need to know. Yeah. Because a lot of times, really, you know, they don't, again, it goes back to that pride and ego thing. Well, I don't really need to sell. Depends on how they answer. Right, exactly. Now, if they say, well, I need to sell this thing by, you know, like next Friday, a week, a week from Friday. Yeah. Because, you know, we've got these foreclosure papers here and we got to get out of here, you yeah, know. Yeah. And we need some cash to go, you know. And, we're, and you know, then that, so those are those guys are the ones that, you know, are highly motivated. For sure. <laughs> and so now it's not really a matter of negotiating. It's just a matter of, you know, putting, structuring something that works for everybody. That's right. You know. And, you know, it's how much, right? Right. So, you know, that that's how that stuff works. And the reason I ask, because I ask all the questions, you know, right. I, do you have a loan? You know, how much do you owe? Sure. You know, those kinds of things. What's your payment look like? You know, um, would you be willing to do this or would you be willing to do that? Because we're looking for options. We're looking to create opportunities, Absolutely. you know? So it might not be a deal that, hey, we can buy this from you for, for super cheap and go from there. They might owe too much. But now it might the house might be in a quasi okay condition, you know. But now because they owe too much and they they need to get out, we figured out what their need was, what their pain was. Now we might have a subject to a lease option opportunity. I see that. So we're really not that far off base because we, yeah. we kind of do it the same, but I just do it in a different order. Exactly. Like, once I get that question answered and they say, you know, I need to sell, then I start saying, well, what do you have? What do you owe? And then yeah. then I know which way to go with that. And if he says, well, you know. We're going to just, you know, we're not going to give it away. We're going to sit on the market. If we need to do some repairs, we're going to do those repairs and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, listen, call a realtor mm-hmm. and list your property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll do the best right there. That's right. That's, and which a lot of those calls wind up coming back to us anyway. They do. You know. Yeah. And then we get the expired listing. Because they're surprised. <laughs> you, they're, they're really surprised that we're saying, listen, you know, this is not going to work between us because mm-hmm. – you don't really have a problem for us to solve. Mm-hmm. So 
Here's Go another. get the most money you That's can right. get for your Here's house. Here's another option for you. We got plenty of them, man. I got three or four that, you know, I wrote an offer this morning. Yeah. You know? But see, it's that honesty that separates one group of people from another group of people. Right. You know, and the follow-up as well, which is why I keep those on my desk when they now, say no. that's where we're different. I don't follow up on yeah. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and there's money in the follow-up, right? No, so yeah. I might not talk to them for a month, three weeks, yeah. six weeks, but they're definitely going to hear from me. Mm-hmm. And I have them color-coded. You know, I'm a weirdo, you know, so I know what month I need to call them. I just, I'm, it's, I'm just weird like that. I'm watching that show at 8 o'clock. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. Well, having said that, (laughs) this is the Real Estate 360 Show, and make sure you check out the description for everything that we have to offer on August 17th. Yes, from the show to the pro. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833willbuy. Say habla español. Llámanos. Call us today. Hi, I'm Steve Connolly. And I'm Jason Miles. And we do the Real Estate 360 show. So if you want to learn how to invest in real estate with something or with nothing at all, tune in on Thursdays at 11 a.m. right here on Biz 1190.